where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. My name is Daniel Carroll and this is episode 85 where we're talking Sonic Chaos for the Master System and Game Gear. Oh, good old Sonic. Did anyone ever play these back in the day? I, I played Sonic 1 or 2, I think. I'd never played Sonic Chaos before because I kind of thought, well, why do I need to? I've got the Mega Drive games. Why would I go backwards a step to... Well, what many people could consider inferior games, but hey-ho! I decided today I wanted to give that a shot. And I decided to go one with probably, I thought, the best artwork out of the three, Sonic Chaos. And this week I am joined by Raging Demon from the Command List podcast. He is a big Sonic buff. He loves his Sonic stuff. He's like, anything Sonic, I want to do it. He doesn't just do fighting games. He likes his Sonic as well. So we had a good old chin wag. We both played it. It doesn't take long to finish. I'd say you could have it. You could easily have this done in an hour, easily, start to finish with with all the chaos emeralds. You can have this done in an hour, definitely. And we had a really good go, and we had a chat and see, you know, whether we like it or not, whether it holds up to the originals. See the originals, the one on the Mega Drive, or is it best left alone and never seen again? Now I got to play this through the Sonic Mega Collection. Um, I got on my Switch. I can't remember the name of it, but with all the Sonic games on. It's got Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, Sonic CD. And recently, because they gave the patch with Amy Rose, they gave you loads of Mega Drive. Well, say the Master... No, it's the Game Gear games. It's not even the Master System games. It's the Game Gear games. Now, the Master System and the Game Gears are kind of like the same thing. But the Game Gear is a bit little squished around the side, which is really annoying because you can't see as much as the Master System conversion. All right. So if you are just here for Sonic Chaos, maybe go about half an hour down the line and come to that. But I want you to stay. I want you to stay and have some fun because we try and have some games. We try and have a laugh. I have to read comments from everyone and I don't even know what they say yet. So more fool me for not trying to, you know, just check them and veto them. But whatever you listen to this show, I've got to get some plugs out first. Please give it a review. Please follow along. Please give it a five-star review. Please say it's good. Please say it's crap. It just helps me get up on that algorithm. And if you want to help support the show financially, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. With $1 each month, you get access to your own show called DLC, which could be top 10s, modern day game reviews or gaming events. As a bit of a sneak peek, this is episode 58 and my little talk on Sonic the Comic. The seventh thing I mentioned earlier was Sonic was a jerk. Like, he was a prick. Yes, he was the hero. Don't get me wrong, he was the hero. He was the one to save the day. But he rarely gave a shit about other people's safety. He really did. Like, he basically would jump into any situation. And he was like, ah, fuck safety. Who gives a shit? I'll sort it out. That was his mentality. And he could be so horrible to some people. Like, he was constantly horrible to Tails, like, calling him names. But I don't think he realized he was actually being a bit of a bully. Uh, 
and that was episode 58 of my little talk about Sonic the Comic. Next week, we're talking episode 59 for DLC, and we're covering Nintendo Direct. I think we have to. Nintendo Direct showed us off a load of stuff. I think it kind of makes sense. We have to give a good old detailed chin wag into my thoughts of what we all saw. Now, to let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund each month that goes to a UK charity called Get Well Gamers, which helps provide games and consoles to 150 children's wards across the UK. So far, we've raised only over $5, which I know isn't much, but I'd love to get to the stage where we can donate games and consoles. That would be fantastic. If you do have any old games you want to get rid of and you're just thinking, oh, I can make a few quid buck off this, please just go to the charity directly and I've put the link in below and just donate the games. It would really be great for them. What else do you get for your money? Well, you get the chance to access our own Discord. You get the chance to message me one-on-one. Take part in all our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or comment on our Game of the Week. And I'll probably butcher your names. Right! Let's get into our letter section, shall we? This is for Patreon members, and it's called 16 Bits of Nonsense. So, 60 Bits of Nonsense is our letter section where you guys can pretty much ask me whatever you want. <sighs> what are going to be this time? Captain N says, Dear Crocodile Dandy. Oh, I like that. Now that your plugs are done and we can get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast and get to the letters, name a game that you initially didn't like, but after either playing it long enough or taking a second go of it, you fell in love with. Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, I had to have a little think about that one. I think I've got my answer. And I'm going to go with The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. It may seem strange because I've coughed, 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 and I've often gone on about how much I love the Zelda series. But with Wind Waker, I was one of those who was really turned off about the art style. It put me off dramatically. Like, I wanted a full-fleshed, you know, the Ocarina of Time 2, I wanted it looking really good, like how we got for Twilight Princess. And when we saw the Wind Waker for the first time and that cel-shaded young Link, I was like, or Toon Link, I was like, ugh, ugh, that's really horrible. I, I don't like that. I was really off-put by it. I did buy it day one because it's a Zelda game and I wanted to give it a go. And after I did start playing it properly and really got into it, I kind of sat back and went, you know what, maybe the art style isn't, isn't that bad and it's grown on me because it still holds up today because that art style is so good and i really kind of got past the the initial much shell of the game and once i went under the hood of the bonnet i really enjoyed it and i still think it's a fine game yes it's got its problems don't get me wrong but that's nothing to do with the artwork that's more to do with the fetch questing bollocks at the end of it but i like it it took me a long time i finished it 100 percent back as a kid I will probably not do that if I was playing it again, but I do like it, yeah. And initially, it took me a good few hours to kind of get over my reservations for the artwork, but now, give me Wind Waker. Give me Wind Waker on the Switch. That's all I want, and I will play it again, but you're fucking Nintendo. I'm not playing the Wii U version. You can absolutely do one. And Ranging Demon just jumps in and goes, and I couldn't agree more. No, 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 no. No, no. You're not even making sense, Raging Demon. Just No. I'm not even having that. Have you even got a question this week, Raging Demon? No, you've just got shite. That's what you have. Shaddock TH says, Hello, Danny. For this episode, I have a very easy question for you. When do you, when when you do other things like making something, tr- making something, training, and when you have free time or chance while working out, 
Do you listen to video game music or not? If yes, what's your favourite three soundtracks to listen to while doing other things? For me, when I'm at home and I have a chance to listen to mine music and my favourite soundtracks are Sonic Frontiers, Persona 5 and Devil May Cry 5. Ooh, okay, so yeah, I do listen to some stuff. And when I'm working, I when I'm working and when I'm working out, very different things. So when I'm working, my current soundtracks I have at the moment, there's a mix, a Castlevania mix. I think you just type Castlevania remix or something and it's got a picture of like all the protagonists at the front. That's been my go-to for work. Uh, for quite a while, and I would just literally, it's about 40 minutes long, put that on and just headphones in and go, or I will put the Sonic Mania soundtrack, or the current TMNT DLC <laughs> soundtrack. I know it's quite weird, but I think they're just, they're just a bit upbeat, and they just get me going a little bit. Like, I do like listening to Distant Worlds, which is a classical version of the Final Fantasy 7 or sorry Final Fantasy tracks I do like listening to that but I fear when I'm doing my assignments I call them assignments essentially how I look at my work when I'm doing my big assessments I feel I need to be in the groove and my head needs to be like doof, 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 let's go so my hood goes up and I'm just typing away and no one really talks to me when I'm working out, when I'm going for a run, I probably have a mixture, a range of different things. So I, I do have a song from Sonic Frontiers. I have that, um, the main song. I can't think it's going to, the, the one that's the title song, it's going to do my head in. Um, I have loads of Dragon Ball stuff. I have loads of anime tracks. I love Japanese music. I play Imagine Dragons. I play Nightcore stuff. And if you don't know Nightcore stuff, it's where they pitched it a bit higher. So it's like... I have a load of range of different things when I'm listening to that Spider-Man stuff range when I'm if I do weights I don't have music what I probably put on is like those motivational things like with the rock talking or people go you can do it because I need someone whipping me into shape uh, not that I haven't done weights for a while but I do yeah I, it, it depends on what I do the work one's funny though because I you know people thought something why don't you have music with words like normal pop songs but I can't do an assessment when I'm trying to think of what words I need to type down when there's other words going on, you know, because it kind of mixes up my thought process. So I just need no music, basically. So no words, no lyrics, just the music. I'm a weird boy, but that's what I do. But that's a good question. Thank you, Shaddock. Chris Copleen says, Chuck's smutty satin dud. No, start with the satin stuff. I just want to... Oh, for, here we go. I already know what's going to happen here. I just want to promote your Patreon here because the Discord is incredible. Everyone can can stop on by and check out the Praise the Saturn channel where a new Saturn game will be featured every day for us to talk about it. This could even become a podcast someday. What do you think, Danny? If we made a Saturn podcast, what would we call it? It's called Fuck Off. That's what it would be called. Stick it up your arsehole. That's what it would be called. Now, for those who don't know, right, Captain N. Good old Captain N offered his services to me and in a Patreon sense, no more than that. And he asked, oh, can I help out with a Patreon? I, you know, you trust me. I trust you. I said, yeah, I do. Because he knows his way around Patreon and he's tidied it up. And I'm very grateful for what he's done. However, the little shit went behind my back and decided to add a praise Saturn channel. And he's put it at the fucking top of the Patreon. It literally, it's got like announcements. Praise the Saturn channel. I haven't changed it because I can't be asked, but I'm like, you little fucker. So all these little Saturnians are now going to that little channel and like talking about their Saturn crap. I'm like, you talk about your Saturn shit. 
I'm not getting involved in that. I know I'm not having a fucking episode of the podcast on it, but I was like, you bastards. So it looks like this is now becoming a safe haven for you Saturnians to bloody drop a line. But don't think you're getting on the show with your shite. Just do not think it. Is this going to be infested? I need to make that t-shirt, don't I? With all the Saturnians running up, people running away from like zombies. You're just horrible people, all of you. You're terrible. Ah, I hate you, Captain N. Uh, finally, Dave McGee says, Hey, Dadly Diddly Doo. Oh, nearly had that first go. Hey, Dan Diddly Dee Doo. Yes, there we go. It's a new week, which means some more nonsense. It's when you're playing a Sonic game, do you ever wonder what hedgehog, what hedgehog did the developers find out in the wild that runs super fast and eat chili dogs? My brother had a hedgehog, and all it did, did it was lay around and be sleepy. Thanks for your time. Yeah, there's the thing, isn't it? Hedgehogs and echidnas don't really move around that quick. They they don't. Maybe that was the piss take of it all. And they just basically just do fuck all. Like, have you ever seen a hedgehog try and cross a road in Britain? It ain't it ain't going well. Animals in Farthing Wood. Oh, God, that brings nightmares. Holy shit, animals in Farthing Wood with the hedgehogs. Oh, no. Oh, there's the chef. If you're British, you know what that is, and that'll hit you hard. That's probably where they were like, oh, no. If only the hedgehog was fast enough to cross the road. That's where it is. And hedgehogs do get, curl into a spike. They curl into a into a bowl, into a bowl, into a ball. So that's probably where the whole roll thing comes in. Like, it, and you, they're spiky, they're big spiky spines. They hurt. So don't mess with. Not as bad as porcupines. Porcupines are the worst. Like those spikes actually really come off. So I ain't getting involved in that shit. But yeah, probably, I reckon they watched the, uh, Animals in Farthing Wood, and that's probably what it was. Just don't Google it, or it'll upset you. Oh, my childhood. All right, that is the end of the letter section. Thank you very much, guys. I really do appreciate it. Let's move on to our new section, which we call Patch 85.0. So Patch 85.0 is our new section where I look at what's been going on in the gaming world and talk about it and basically give you my thoughts and feelings. First up was that Nintendo Direct that dropped. Yes, it dropped and holy shit, did we get some interesting news out of that. I kept saying it was going to be Metroid Prime 2, going to be Metroid Prime 2. And I thought that was going to be the big game reveal. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was the Mario and the Thousand Year Door remake. I was like, wow, okay. I wasn't expecting that. Because Mario and the Thousand Year Door is considered one of the best GameCube games. And it's one of the most expensive GameCube games to get hold of. The fact of making it a remake. Uh, someone needs to tell me, is it a remake or is it a remaster? Because I've not played the original. So if if I play this, the new one, is that basically akin to me playing the old one? So someone's going to have to do that. Because I, I would love to cover Mario Thousand Year Door on the show. So I want to know, is that basically you know, covering two birds in one stone. Someone's just going to have to. Because if you played Metro Prime, like, recently, the, the new one, that's basically playing, like, the old one. It's just an upscaled version. So someone's just going to have to be a heads up on that. But they also announced F-Zero, which I was so fucking happy for. F-Zero 100. Yeah, it's not the F-Zero game we want, but at least it's something. Something. 100 people. 100 people can race F-Zero at once. Holy shit. I'd, ha- I'd suggested this. I suggest that this shit should happen. It should be like a 10, a 10, a 10, and they all merge into one. 
And so there's no frame rate dip. Holy shit, they just put them all on. So I fucking mentioned something like this. Uh, but yeah, I'll go into more for DLC of my thoughts. But I am very happy that we have got at least something of this game. And uh, basically how successful this game will be, or sorry, how the future will be, is how many people download this copy. So if you have a Nintendo Switch, download this game. You might never play it. It's free. Download it. Download it, everybody. It's an instruction. The more people download it, the more Nintendo go, oh, people want to play this. So yeah. All right. Game I really want to play. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. We've got the release date. It's February 29th of next year. Oh, I'm excited. It looks so good. Like, we're definitely going up to Nibelheim. We're definitely going that high. Um, whether we'll go to Sid's, whether we'll go to the, ancient, the Temple of the Ancients, I don't know yet. So we got to see Vincent. We got to see Kate Sith. Vincent wasn't seen in any gameplay apart from him just being disturbed at the Shinra Mansion. But we did see Kate Sith. He is definitely playable. Yuffie's playable. Uh, Kate uh, Red 13 is playable. So the characters are all coming together. They said there's going to be about 100 hours worth of adventure here. Because it's over two discs. So this game is going to be massive. They've also said you can't import data from the remake. Which kind of makes sense. Because if you'd done that. Then you'd be like level 100 going into this game. And it would kind of be like. Uh, yeah you're not going to be fun. But you're going to get a special materia. for. I don't know whether it's just for playing it or for clearing it. I'd like to think it's for clearing it. You get the material, not just playing it, because it's part of the whole thing. You get the whole story, but we have to wait and see. But we saw the Golden Square, and you can play the mini games. I was like, yay, we can play the mini games. So we saw the punching one. We saw the bike one. We didn't see the snowboard one. So I'm intrigued if we're going to get the snowboard one as well. But I spent so many hours playing the Golden Square. Oh, the Battle Square will be there as well. Oh, the Battle Square is so fucking good. Oh my god, the Battle Square is so good. I can't wait for this game. It's going to be the tits. It's going to be the tits. And people that look at this show sometimes, are you going to put any serious views in a crosswalk? Not when I'm going to, it's going to be tits. I'm not that sort of podcaster. Go to IGN if you want a serious podcast. I'm just here to have the lols. That's what I am. And I will be lost in that game. I do need to finish the other one. Oh, that's why I'm getting ahead. That's why this show is trying to bulk up even more. So we have time to play these sort of games, don't we? All right. Now, one game I haven't played yet, have played, but not played, is Mortal Kombat 1. And you'll see what I mean in a minute. So that's now out. Mortal Kombat 1 is now out. Reviews are positive. It's got nines across the board so far. I have finished the story. And by I mean I'm finishing the story, I watch it on YouTube. Now, I'm not a big Mortal Kombat Fan is in a player. I prefer my Street Fighter and Tekken. But I do love the Mortal Kombat story. I love the amount of lore they put into this. I love the amount of work they put into this. And I've watched it. I've um, It's about four hours long. It's a beefy boy. It's a big thing. What I'll say without spoiling it. It's about 80%. I liked it. And the final 20%. I was talking about this to Raging Demon. The, the final 20% is like, what the fuck? Oh my god. Okay, that's cool doing that but i feel you devalue the characters you've just built up that that's all i'm gonna say because i don't want to spoil it for you yet because it's only still quite new and some people will still be playing it what i will say is that i love johnny cage oh my god johnny cage whoever they've got to cast johnny cage and do the voice acting they have hit him nail on the head he is by far the funniest character in this game 
And then he grows as well. He he has the most growth. I say he definitely has the most growth. That's not a spoiler. We all knew that. If you'd followed the original one, Johnny Cage is up his own arse. But by the end of like Mortal Kombat 10 or Mortal Kombat 11, he is like, he's a hero. He is Earth's champion by the end because Liu Kang's not there anymore. And this, he is, he's one of Earth's champions. Let's just say he's one of the, that he's been chosen to go. But he's so fucking funny. There's so many references to everything. And those little comments he keeps making are so, so great. I think he must have had so much fun writing him. If you want to, if you're not interested, just watch the Johnny. There's, there must be a compilation now of Johnny Cage's best bits. And it's so good. Well done. Well done, Johnny Cage. Also getting reviews up, Lies of P. Now, I've been looking forward to Lies of P. This has been getting around eights, although Polygon gave it a four. I was like, ooh, ah, that ain't good. So, Lies of P is Lies of Pinocchio, and it is very Bloodborne-esque. It has that feel around of it. I think what's been said, though, is that it's kind of like a cheaper imitation of Bloodborne, which is a bit of a shame. Considering this is on, you know, modern hardware, you basically they're saying play Bloodborne. I think that's what the reviews are kind of getting at. And you think, okay, where's Bloodborne 2 from software? Get on to that. People want a new Bloodborne. It is a very good game. Give them a new Bloodborne. That's, it's going to come. 100% new Bloodborne's going to come. So I'm a bit upset Liza B hasn't got a higher score. Is that going to start me playing it? i probably wait till it comes a bit cheaper. Because like the other day I was in the game shop and it was like $29 for the Callisto project. I was like, holy shit, how the mighty has fallen. So I think I'll probably wait just to see when it's a little bit cheaper. And then we'll have a look maybe then. Talking about things which is costing a lot of money, Square. Now, apparently, they've lost almost $2 billion off their market value since Final Fantasy 16 launched. Ooh. Now, according to Bloomberg, Square Enix shares have nosedived because of the weak Final Fantasy 16 sales, in addition to the company reporting a considerable profit decline last month. For its part, Square Enix has previously fought back against these claims. So they have. They said it was, um, when they've said it was underperformed, they said it was selling really well. So, I think... A lot of people aren't sure about where Square's direction is going to go. And the problem is, they've said, is because of the amount of games they're actually producing, that they don't hold many series that are actually you know, huge blockbusters. Yes, they have the Final Fantasy 16s. Yes, they have their Dragon Quests. Armored Core, I'd like to hope, sells very well. But outside of that, what other titles are we seeing? Like, I know Rebirth's going to be a massive title for the series, but... What other franchises have you got? Like, if you look at Nintendo, look at the amount of franchises they've got. They've got ones they can bank on all day long. And I think that's going to be a problem that Square are going to face. They're going to have to start coming up with new franchises, new big things, and not just keep relying on the old, you know, familiars. Because Dragon Quest Eleven, that was a long time ago. Like, that was before my daughter was born. So we've not seen another Dragon Quest. Well, Dragon Quest 3 was meant to be rebuilt. We've not seen any of that. I don't know why they've stopped production on that at the moment. We haven't hit. They need to release something like that. They can't just keep pinning all their hopes on a Final Fantasy and hope it's going to be okay. And that's what it gets. And that's it. I said From Software. I've said it Armored Core. That's not even this. That's From Software. So what the fuck am I on? I know. Probably said, no, that, that, but I know. Leave me alone. Okay, so all they've got at the moment, Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy. What else have they got? Guardians of the Galaxy, the Avengers, they didn't do very well. They need to start keeping up with some, getting some new games in because they're going to be in trouble otherwise. And could you imagine if Square Enix falls again? They went bust once because Square Soft had to merge with Enix. I wouldn't want to see it again. 
Square Enix Nintendo. Oh, oh, it's a scary time. All right, that is the news. Let's move in to our free section, which anyone can play, which is called Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh -huh. So Sticky Doobie Jinjo is your free section which I put up on Facebook and basically I want to hear what your gaming successes are and your gaming rages are. It could be any. Now first of all, Matt Kiki says, Rage, being stuck on some dungeon or other in Wonder Boy 3. I still love that game though and we'll have another crack at it. Don't, it's fucking Wonder Boy. I do have a Wonder Boy episode in the bank. Fuck that game. Fuck that game. Fuck that game. Fuck that game. Success. Almost beating No One Can Stop Mr. Domino. Made at the last level. This has to count for something. Well, I look, I don't know. No One Can Stop Mr. Domino. I don't know what that game is, but I'll take it. It's one of those rage-quitting ones. So if you've made the last level, then well done, sir. We'll come back to you when you've finished it, Matt. Tell me when it's all finished and done. Yes, shall we? Yes. Andrew Kenny says, The original Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2. The number of times I dump an entire mag into someone and hit nothing, then get knifed from 100 metres away by the same guy. I play very little cards after that bone of iron extract. <laughs> Do you know what? Extra <laughs> I saw a video recently, and it just had, like, um, this guy, and it was like, you are, it's just, it's, you're the only one left. There was, like, two people left. And he's literally just firing bullets into the stairs, trying to run out of time, and he fires a grenade, and it, like, bounces, and you just... And then all of a sudden, it just goes, you have won. It's like, what the fuck? What the absolute fuck? How? And you see from the replay, like, him firing bullets into the stairs, and then this grenade goes off, and it bounces off the stairs. And you show the path of this grenade, like, going everywhere, through bits, falling down stairs, falling down ladders. And then it literally lands on the path as the guy's walking past and clips his ankle. I'm like, oh, fuck off. Fuck off. Like, imagine if that was you on the other end of that. You'd want to throw your console out the window. Like, oh, that is such bullshit. Like, if it was you doing it, though, that'd be hilarious. And I'd be singing all day to the gods about it. I'd be telling my future grandchildren that. Like, as soon as they come out the womb, I'd be like, listen, look at this. Baby can't even open its eyes. Look at this shit. Look what granddad did. And then probably there'll be a restraining order on you very quickly. So, you know, be careful of that. Finally, Gordon Whaley, Whaley says, As a kid, I got all gold medals on Rebel Strike for the GameCube, as well as three very best medals. Too bad Rebel Strike wasn't one of the more well-liked Rogue Squadron games. I have that. I think I bought um, Rebel. I bought a Rogue Squadron game. I don't know which one it is. I have one of them. Which I will, again, I know I need to play the GameCube games. I will start playing that and giving it a go. So we will get a Rogue Squadron game at some point. I just need to play it. Otherwise, why did I even purchase a GameCube in these games? And Well, at least we now know that it's not for a thousand-year door. I'm not fucking buying that now, am I? What's the bloody point? Although I was never spending that much money. I wonder if that's going to affect the sales of the real one. People who have the copies of that game are like, Oh, for fuck's sake! It's now worthless! People don't want to play it. They want to play the, the remastered, the redone version. it hell. <sighs> All right. Let's move on to our final Patreon segment, which we call Survive or Die. Hey, listen. 
Now, Survive or Die is our Patreon members, and it's where we get to games, franchises, characters, anything really, and have them nailed between Mr. Jeffrey D. Morgan, who is standing oh, presiding over them, with Shark Khan's hammer, wearing Earthworm Jim suits. Yes, this has evolved. And considering this week we are talking about Sonic, I decided to bring two of his best friends to the table. Knuckles and Tails. Knuckles the Echidna and Tails the Fox. Now I'm asking you guys which one of them should survive and which one of them should have their brain smashed in. I have my own decision and I am prepared to change it. It has happened before. So let's go through you all. You all like to get involved in this one. Playing the Hoagie Man says, Knuckles survive. Next question. There we go. Brief to the point. Not messing around. Blame the Hoagie Man. The next question is, what do you want for your dinner? There's your next question. Captain N says, oh, we're going to make sense with this. To get some tail or to get some tail or go knuckles deep is the question this week. Mm. Tail is simply Sonic's servant, with his only usefulness is to lift Sonic up so he isn't able to go fast. The double tail thing is weird and makes you wonder if he becomes if he comes from Chernobyl. <laughs> also, is the tail the only thing he has that he shouldn't? Hang on. Also, is the tail the only thing he has two of? He shouldn't have one. Mm. Anyway, Knuckles is a kinky bitch where you had to have other Sonic games mount this game to have him insert into Sonic games. Oh, for God's sake. Honestly, and without a joke here, this is probably one of the best ideas of the time. Come from the company that had you attach more shit to your core console and then they released after the Genesis went off the market. On that note, Knuckles lives. He is a deeper character. And also knuckles deep in this metaphor. For fuck's sake, why does this have to become a smutty thing? Everything with you lot has to become smutty, Saturnian shit. Like, I'm recording this before I go to work, and I'm sitting there going, why, why do I put up with this shit? Why do I do this? I don't know. Pajama says, Tail tends to be extremely annoying in my experience. He just follows Nook Sonic around, no questions asked, and does as he's told all the while spouting a lot of nonsense in a grating high-pitched voice. Knuckles, on the other hand, tends to solve his own shit, and he has a commendable passion to defend the Master Emerald. He's also voiced by Idris Elba, which tells you everything you need to know. Damn right it does. Except that Tails builds mechs and Knuckles doesn't. So Tails lives, and Knuckles can get his head smashed in. Ooh, that changed. Ooh, a 2-1 at the moment for Knuckles to survive. Ooh, that changed, pyjama. Raging Demon says, Tails dies, and how dare you even suggest this? It could have been Tails and Amy, or Tails and Shadow. And I can think of four good reasons that Knuckles survive. Winks at Chris. No, 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 don't wink at Chris. He is also the selfless protector of Angel Island and the Master Emerald. Okay, I can't believe you've just done that. That's I'm worrying me for later, because this comment would have come before Chris's. So Chris might have read that and gone challenge accepted. Shaddock TH. Well, regrettably, I must say that I want Tails to survive. Not because he's a genius, not his gameplay is very similar to Sonic, only with added flying, not for his gadgets, but thanks to fans because of the mod support. Tails overhaul mod for Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. And begrudgingly, while winking at Chris, for some Smonics. What is he with you in Smutty Comics? Oh, for a point of the episode, where in where in comic called Tail Tails? Uh what? Tails showed to Sonic that he's a girl. Oh, for fuck's sake. And more smutty content starts. No. No, we're not reading Tail Tales. No, no, no. No. God's sake, people. No. I think this one is fair. Fucking hell, this is Chris's one. What is it? I think this one is fairly obvious. First off, Tails is a child, so no naughtiness with him. Even though he's an eight-year-old in a fox's... Okay, even though he's eight eight in Fox's years, he's geriatric. So does that mean he's in some sort of indefinite adolescence? This could get weird. 
But no, I can't talk about weird shit tails could do with two tails. That would be gross. But Knuckles, first off, you know you're a fist up the arsehole kind of man. He has those big, rough, kind of convex bones that are ribbed for your pleasure, for fuck's sake. And even if not, those hands never lose grip when stability is needed when you're being a bit more adventurous. Huge advantage right there, but really, how are you going to kill a dude that is a one-man objective machine? That you're getting objected for that. Four for one. You know I had to bring this up of all people. This man is an egg fertilizing machine, and when he's objective, oh for God's sake, and does the helicopter dick could probably be four more useless and two probably four more useless and two dumb dales. Anyway, Tony Tails gets whacked for fuck's sake. Stop it! Stop it. Now I need to put a note. Two objections. <sighs> I'm writing that down. Dickheads. Dickheads. Finally, Dave McGee says, Tails, do with that as you wish. Nothing. Nothing, Dave. I don't even know. I'm just going to leave it nose. Basically, I don't care really anymore. Knuckles is surviving. All right, Knuckles is surviving. Tails can die. But I'm just going to say, because Knuckles is a better character than Tails. It's nothing to do with his bits. It's nothing to do with extremities. It's just that Knuckles has a better character than Tails. How about that, shall we, people? Is that, can we stick to that? Can we? Please, for the love of God, can we stick to that? Fuck. Can't do it. All right, what have I been up to? Um... Not much. Went up on the kayak yesterday, which was good fun. Met some family friends. It's been hot. It's been very hot, 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 hot. So, yeah, met some friends at the weekend. And then yesterday morning, we all went out on the kayak. Me, uh, Hiccups, and the boss uh, went out and we all paddled around our little island. It was good fun. And then, yeah, just chilled out. Like, it's going to be a hot weekend. I think Aussie's about to have a hot heat wave. Um, so, we need to just look after ourselves. And if you are in Australia, look after yourself. It is a hot one. What have I been playing? Uh, I finished Contra. I think I finished that. That's done. Contra, whatever it is on the Mega Drive. Hardcore, that's been done. I've started playing Sea and Stars. I'm a few hours in. So I'm happy about that. I put Breath of Fire 2 down for now. Because I wanted to play some Sea of Stars. So I'm going to try and get a little bit more through that. I know it's about 20 odd hours to finish. So I've still got a way, way, way off. And I'm enjoying it so far. Really liking it. Okay. I've been talking long enough. And before we get into our Sonic game, I'm going to give you guys the chance to talk about it. Uh, first of all, Captain N says, This game, like its name, is absolute chaos, or at least I'd imagine since I've never played it, let alone heard about it before, and I couldn't agree more. Once again, the insight of Captain N. Shaddock says, Oh, I played this game in Sonic Adventure DX, where this was unlockable for collecting the emblems. And then I, get, I played it again for the song Mega Collection Plus. I just played about two or three levels, but the game didn't hook me. But for me, it was enjoyable, but unlikable. Oh, hang on. It didn't hook you. For me, it was enjoyable, but like, well, okay, so it didn't hook you, but you just like what you play for a little few minutes. I get it. Chris Copleen says, Captain N makes some great points about this Game Gear exclusive, at least in countries that matter. Brings quite a bit of chaos to a series you need recovery after getting stretched by knuckles. You prick. You prick. You prick. Finally, Dave McGee says, I don't remember playing this game, so I'll just say this. Sega was better Nintendo. Oh, that's going to get you in some shit, Dave McGee. Some people will be in chaos. Oh, there'll be some chaos about that comment. Oh, they really will. All right, I have been chatting on long enough, and I am terrified about what else I might read, so I'm ending it there. We've all been going on quite a bit, haven't you? Right, we are going to talk some Sonic Chaos, aren't we? As I said, I played this. 
on my Nintendo Switch, had a great time playing it, finished it very quickly, and Raging Demon did the same. So I am going to put some music on. And when I come back, me and Raging Demon are going to be playing Sonic Chaos, which came out for the Master System and the Game Gear Worldwide on November the 23rd, 1993. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning once more to my lovely show is my good friend Raging Demon. How are you? Good, thank you, Mr. Carroll, and yourself? Oh, oh, things are good at the moment. Things are good. Like, okay, by the time for this recording, England didn't win the World Cup, which sucks, but everything else seems to be going absolutely great at the moment. And I just released your latest episode, which was the Tekken, Tekken Motion Picture with your brother, and it was fucking hilarious. One of the funniest episodes we did. Definitely one of the funniest. Yeah, we'll certainly get a better Metacritic score than the fucking movie did. That's that's certain. <laughs> I, I was putting it in, and I was like, oh my god, this episode's so long. It's like, Jesus, like two hours long. It's the longest episode I've done on the show. I was like, this is mental. Yeah, well, is it as long as the movie? Pretty much. It's not a Pretty long much. movie. I think, I think it's longer than the movie. I think we did a better job. So if you <laughs> want to go watch the watch the Tekken, listen to the Tekken episode. It's it's basically just a better version of watching the film. They should have that as like the commentary over the film. That's what they should have. Well, they could put us into the special edition of the DVD, mate, because uh, that'll make it way more entertaining. Oh, imagine that. They release a special edition, the Retro Wars edition. Oh, my God. That should be a T-shirt, but I get sued for copyright, won't I? So I can't do that. Oh, that'd be awesome. I keep thinking of t-shirt ideas, but you got to think about copyright, haven't you? Yeah, well, they don't give a shit about the copyright of that movie. <laughs> true. True, they don't. But someone who will care about if we do copyright them will be Sega. Because today, we are talking about Sonic Chaos. Now, you can play this on either the Game Gear or the Master System. Now, I played the Game Gear version... That was on Sonic Origins Plus. How did you play it? I played it when it came out. <laughs> oh, back in the day? <laughs> back in the day on a Master System. So Wow. I never played wow. the Game Gear much. I, I A friend of mine had one, and I did have yeah. a go of it, but I um, played heap of Master System. That was my first console, so that's how I saw this game. So that's how I got it. I rented it, played the shit out of it a few times. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. But, yeah, that's how I encountered it. And I... Um, was a, the Game Gear ones tend to put me off because they're screen crunch because they've got a lower resolution. So, mm-hmm. um, But it seemed okay. I did a, have a quick bash on the Sonic Origins um, Plus. So, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's no 16-bit Sonic, but, you know. No, it, it isn't no 16-bit Sonic. And, like, I had played Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 for the Master System because I had a friend who I don't speak to anymore, just life... Um, but he had a Master System, and but he never had Sonic Chaos, so he only had um, one and two. But I looked at all. I've always known of Sonic Chaos. I just never, not, never got around to playing it until you decided to mention it to me. And I love the box art. The box art. This game was kick ass. 
Yeah, I mean, that's no guarantees, obviously, for the time. But yeah, I mean, I've played all the 8-bit Sonics, even the Game Gear only one, um, Triple Trouble, which is the sequel to this. Mm. Um, yeah, and no, I, I, I'm a big fan of them. Obviously, like I said, they're no 16-bit Sonic, of course not. But I, I had the Master System, I had the Mega Drive, so I've played them all. And yeah, this is... Yeah, I mean, shall we... Shall we praise it now or not? But I mean, no, for no, an we, we can, game. we can, pr- we can praise this little thing. I'm just, I'm just praising its artwork because yeah. I'm looking at like the box art for the Master System version was awesome, and it was like just Sonic and Tails, just basically Sonic flying through the air. The Game Gear version had Sonic bouncing on the new item, which was the spring, but it was that oldie, oldie version of how Sonic used to look. Like his first artwork, it's not. I I prefer the Master System version compared to the Game Gear version, um, but everyone everyone's different. There's all different versions, are they? But as I said, yeah, this is not a 16-bit game. But what I will say is, do you know what? From from a Master an 8-bit game, it looked pretty good. I thought it looked great. Yeah, well, they got better, and I I think the Master System artwork's great. I really do, and um, it's. Like, you could see they were really getting to the peak of what they could do with the 8-bit consoles by this time. So, Because mm. I really do like the original Sonic the Hedgehog on the Master System. Yeah. But you can really see they look... The sprites look better, the art looks... The colour looks better. Everything starts to look a lot better by this era. I mean, they're kind of different styles of games, right? Uh, I don't know if you've yeah, done much they're of very a comparison. Different. I have done a comparison, but they... They are different compared to... You, you can't put them in the same bracket of the 16-bit games. They are complete... They share some similarities, but they are essentially different games. They're different monsters, really, because the way Sonic handles... Uh, yes, he has some of his things, but they just... It, it feels differently. It's not just an 8-bit, 16-bit. It just has a different feel to it. The game has a different... The way you do levels, the way you do bosses, it just feels difference and it's hard to explain really in a bit of a shit thing as a podcaster but it just does just feels differently okay back good comparison well i was it's gonna like say you... sorry i was just gonna say i felt like it was uh, i was comparing it to the previous sonic games on the master system yes it's absolutely what you said is correct it's nothing i wouldn't say it's nothing like the 16 bit but it's it's a more slower sort of platformer it's a bit yeah there's well, less loop loops. There's less that. There's, yeah, it's less of that kind of stuff, right? I could compare this, right? Okay, so if you had like Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Land, they kind of the same, but then they're not. And I don't come at me with one's a Game Boy game. I fucking know, but it, it has a different feel. But then if you were look at um, Super Mario Land Two, that feels very Mario. Where Super Mario Land One doesn't feel Mario. So that if you can under- look at those titles, you kind of go. Hmm, maybe he's got a point. Hard to explore. But yeah, there's not many loop-the-loops. There's di- there's different sounds. They, they put in like a woo where you go quick, which is annoying yeah. as fuck. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's annoying as fuck. Um, they're not long games. Like, this isn't a long game. Like, you'll have this game done. Jesus. You'll have this game done like half an hour. Really? Oh, it's much easier than the other ones on the 8-bit. Uh, on the Master System and the Game Gear, and it's a lot easier. Well, is it easier than the 16-bit ones? Yeah, probably. This one is. Yeah. Anyway, um, this, I, I found this kind of, at the time as a kid, one of the few games I could just straight up beat. Because, you know, it was like, if you could beat a game back then, it just like they, they had that, that saying, NES hard, the Master System was the fucking same, right? It, it, 
Mm-hmm. Games on there were brutal. Yes, and, Alex the Kid, brutal. Oh, fuck. That's so hard. Like, And it's still hard, even when you go back and do it with save states. It's still challenging, right? And mm-hmm. I think this game had to be short, obviously, if it's, it's on the Game Gear, let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah with the Game Gear, up. the batteries are like, kill me, kill me now! <laughs> but yeah, and I think it's a, it's like an entree, this game. It's like a, it's not long, it's not hard, and it's obviously not to be compared to, to the Mega Drive, but... Oh yeah, I mean, as a kid, this was, this super impressed me. This game, especially as, as it did add some of the new things that were missing from the previous eight bit Sonics, like the spin dash and the super peel out and that sort of stuff. Reclaiming your rings. Yeah, that so stuff. that was all in there. That's it because I because I, I never owned a mass system. I had a Mega Drive. I was like, why go backwards? Why yeah. go bastard? You know, and own a, not bastard. Why go backwards and own a mass of systems? Like, there's no, there's no point. I'd rather put my money into other Mega Drive games. And there is a plot to this. Uh, it is the weirdest plot I've ever seen. Um, so Robotnik has stolen a Chaos Emerald. And because of this, South Island is sinking and Sonic needs to get them back. So you have to collect five Chaos Emeralds and Robotnik's got one. So there ain't no Super Sonic, so get that out of your head. That wasn't even a thing on those games. Um, you can you can pick either Sonic or Tails. Either one of them was there. And it's only six zones, so you're not getting anything set in the world of light. Six zones, and that's it. So it's a very quick game, and to say how small it is, you can have uh, these levels done. The majority of them will be finished in less than a minute. Yeah, and... Which is insane. Yeah, and actually, the first time you can play is Tails on the, on the Master System too, which mm-hmm. is cool. Flying, yeah, it was, it, the novelty wears off, obviously. Sonic's far better. I just don't enjoy playing his tails, to be honest. Um, but yeah, for me, Sonic or Knuckles, if he obviously is not available in any of the eight-bit games that I'm aware, no, not even Triple Trouble. Um, but no. he's the main baddie in that. Well, Robotnik is sort of stolen. It's stolen the Sonic Three plot basically, and it's sort of, you know, mm. all sort of naive Knuckles has been told that Sonic's a bad guy. But yeah, I mean, this this game is um, that was what was cool about it when I first rented it was oh you could play as tails you can do spin dash you can do this and obviously it wasn't hard so i enjoyed it and um you know the, there is um some obviously glaring <laughs> sort of restrictions oh, yeah. on, on the hardware right so even with the ring yeah. count like you only get 100 rings you, it, it sort of initiates a special stage and that's it and then you're back to zero yeah so. it does so to get the you've got your zones but to get your chaos emeralds what you have to do is you get 100 rings and you go into an automatic special zone and unlike any other sonic game previously the kind of like five different objectives so it's not like you do the same mini game over and over again there's five separate things so one of them is a maze one of them is you're on rocket shoes which we'll get into in a minute one of them <laughs> is an obstacle course and when you get to the end of them you get a Chaos Emerald if you get there with it before the time runs out. Now, unlike the previous Sonic games, you've got to go find them. This isn't the case here. Uh, they are basically getting to the special stage, and then that's it. You're done. Next level. And I couldn't be arsed going for these special, uh, these Emeralds, but fuck it. You, I'm not getting Super Sonic. I don't give a toss. So it, I know you do get something. I will tell you what you get at the end of this. It's not really a spoiler, but it's pretty shite. Let's put it like that. It's the shitest thing I've ever seen. For doing it yeah you, you get a better ending usually but you get yeah. a better ending which i'll go into because that's in my negatives because it's ridiculous um so yeah positives you get two characters 
yeah, fair enough. There's not much to differentiate to them, but still you get them. Uh, the spin dash is included. Um, and I said, yeah, box art. There are some new items, which I thought were quite cool. You, one was the pogo stick. And I was like, okay, that's funky. Basically, you jump on a pogo and you bounce. And I was like, okay, that's something new and random. Didn't think I'd ever see that, but you got a pogo stick. Um, and the rocket shoes are cool as anything. Yeah, rocket boots. It's a great way to finish the stage quick too. Yeah, you get on rocket boots and they fly. You just basically get on them and they go automatically. But if you're trying to actually direct yourself, it's a nightmare because it's like you can only go left and right. But you basically, when you press, you leave it, it just goes right. But then you turn it, you press left and it, it stops in midair. And you've got to try and control that fucker. You're like, oh my God, kill. What are you doing? Kill me now. Kill me. Kill me now. Yeah, it's, it's, they're, they're not to be controlled really are they they are rocket no. boots so it's just like controlling any rocket fucking pretty much impossible just mm. point it the right direction and just hold on <laughs> even one of the uh special stages is a rocket boot stage and then you got the spring and pogo stick stages there's a lot of yeah. variety in the uh special stages yeah a fucking tube that. One that makes you feel like you're gonna vomit yeah it tries to do a bit of 3D in those ones. I said the animations are good. I thought, again, it's a Master System game. And I've seen some shite Master System games or Game Gear games, how you want to look at it. But I was like, this looks really good. Like this, like, yeah, it doesn't, it's not amazing, but I thought it's still playable. Like, I'm not like vomiting looking at it. Like, there are bits that make me vomit and I will get into that. But it was still, I was like, this is all right. I, I was laughing, actually having a genuine laugh. I think it was in the third zone. And you have to get on your pogo stick and it fires you up and you're you're essentially smashing blocks. But Sonic's doing it like in a jumping pose in the on the pogo stick. And I was like, he's not rolling into these blocks. He is full blown using his head to smash these blocks. It's like this poor bastard's got such concussion. And I'm like, do it again, do it again, do it again. Like Mario punches them. Nope. Sonic's like, fuck this, I'll use my head. Poof, poof. The poor bastard. Yeah, it it tries to be different as well with things like that because I don't. You, there's no fucking pogo stick in any other Sonic games. No, no, because no. they probably thought that's a shit idea. Yeah, and you can you can use it to jump off as well and to get up to higher places and stuff like that. It's and what I what I appreciate about this game against the other eight bit ones is you get more than one crack at the special stages if you can collect the rings. Whereas in, Correct. The, in one and two, you miss an emerald, you are fucked. Yeah, because it's and hidden in the stage. Hard. They are hard to find. Actually, yeah, the best thing to do is just die. <laughs> and then go back. Just right? die, go back. If you've got yeah. the lives to spare, which, let's be honest, in these kinds of games from back in this era, you can't really be throwing away lives willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I mean, you still get your extra life for collecting 100 rings, and you can, as long as there's enough rings on the stage, you can um, have more than one go yeah, at the special yeah. stage. You know, which See, I appreciate. Yeah, I didn't mind that. Like, it gives you a go, but, and again, that's all the positives it's getting. That is all the positives. Actually, no, I'll give you one more positive. Um, they there's a, there's a Green Hill Zone, and you're like, oh, fucking here we go. Green Hill Zone again. Let's just milk that cow some more. Mecha Green Hill Zone or but Turquoise Mecha, Zone? Mecha Green Hill Zone. I was like, that's cool. I was like, at least they tried. At least they tried something different. I'll give them that. They yeah, tried well, something different. Turquoise Zone, Gigopolis Zone, Sleeping Egg Zone, Mecha Green Hill Zone, Aqua Planet Zone, Electric Egg Zone. I mean, the music's a bit meh in this game. No, the, music, the music's terrible. 
Yeah, the terrible. first the first Sonic on the Master System has the best music um, of well, the eight I'll, I'll, games. I believe you on that one because I can't remember it. Yeah, you should give them a go too. By the way, I mean, like they're different. It's a different experience. But if you only had a Master System, so like, I only had the Master System for a while because it was my first console that we got. So um, obviously, once once we got the Mega Drive, it was just sort of all well, yeah. Yeah, like you said, point? why would I? You know, we'd, I'd only play the Master System if my brother was on the fucking Mega Drive, right? Mm. But yeah, I mean, they're they're worth for what they are. They're they're actually re- really good games, and you know, like I can see why why Sega released them. You know, because there was still a lot of regions, especially like Australia and Brazil and places like that, and Europe even was still playing playing the Master System and the Game Gear. So. Oh, yeah. if if I want to do this for a career, I want to be doing this in 10 years' time, then at some point I will need to be scratching the barrel and going for Sonic 1, Sonic 2 on the Master System 4 slash Game Gear. <laughs> so, yes, we can do them. I have access to them. That's fine. Like, I'm even looking at some of the random Sonic games, like the Tails ones, going, I've never even heard that in my life. Yeah, Fuck it, I'll do that one. Yeah, but like I, like I said, they, they, they were sort of... Because um, the Mega Drive one came out first. And then they mm. thought, oh, we'll, we'll do a Master System one as well. And then they kept making them. And I guess, yeah, someone bought them. I, I mean, I really enjoyed playing them. And obviously, like, you know, the 16-bit era, there were, the overlap felt long, but, a pro- but it probably wasn't that long when you think about it, right? So the NES and the Master Systems didn't hang around that much longer after the, you know, the Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo came out. Whereas like mm. not, not not like now with the fucking PS4 still isn't still isn't dead and <laughs> still half the fucking game shop, right? They're dying. It's starting to die. Yeah, starting no, and to get disappeared. I'm one of those people that stop making the games because it's it inhibit I feel like it, it holds as much as I want people to be able to afford to play games, I, there's enough games. Uh, but it's yeah, there is. Newer, there's a, there's, a, there's enough games game. now. Yeah, stop it, stop it now. It yeah, so if you're games. listening to this, if you're listening to this, developers, stop with your PS4 bollocks. And if you're a retailer, stop selling that shite. We've all got one by now. We're on the PS5. Get onto that. Yeah, look, it, it's just it, I feel like it holds back the next gen games. And the back, no one's played every fucking PS4 game. So don't act like you've run out of shit to play. So oh oh mate, I'm still learning about Mega Drive games I've never played before. Yeah. As we we discussed off air, hundred percent, never heard of that. Get, I'm playing it now. Yeah, you just it's I don't I haven't played every fucking PS. Yeah, let's think of like a PS2. You won't even come close to finishing that library. Like <laughs> no no never. And again, that's why this show will carry on for ten years because I could just go to those backlogs. Who's ever played like I don't know. Dino's first egg, yay! It was a PS2 only shite. Yeah, that's what the that's all get to at some point where we're like, okay, right, have we done Golden Axe three? Yeah, done it. Uh, have we done Street Fighter? Yeah, done that. What about Tales of Adventure? Yeah, done that. Fucking oh shit! And then you have to really scrape the barrel and just like find me some really shit game on a really shit console, and we'll just do that. That's what the show's gonna be eventually. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to get to the turbo graphics. You have to get to some of those the fucking Atari Jaguar, all that, all that sort of shit. <laughs> hey, you say that, you say that. The game I'm playing on the Mega Drive was I was trying to play that on the turbo graphics, and we do have an Atari game. I think I should have aired that by now. By the time of this recording, I've got an Atari game that's going to be out. Uh, <laughs> so that should that episode should have been done. Right, 
Let's get back to this because I can. We can go on a tirade, but I want to just the positives are done for me for this game because it does a lot of things wrong. Um, the main main problem I have with this game is its frame rate. It is fucking diabolical. Now I'm playing a port of this. Granted, this should have been sorted out. There's this. It's actually, I'm in my opinion, unforgivable. They released it like this. The frame rate is horrific. When Sonic starts doing really fast shit, it, the game goes to a crawl. I'm like, this is insane. How did they ever think this was okay? Yeah, I mean, they should have used the master. Uh, it doesn't look like they've used the master system resolution either. Um, no, they, it, they it use lazy. the game gear. It looks lazy, right? Because obviously, on an analog TV. You know, a cathode ray tube TV and shit like that with a proper, you know, with with all that shit, it, it works fine on the original hardware. But I I feel like you know I don't I it's not it needs to be touched up, it needs to be cleaned up and ported properly. You know, it's not like they didn't have enough time. No, but like there's also like I had problems with input lag. Um, yeah. I was like Jesus, just jump, just fucking jump. So you had to I had to kind of no like there were. There was a one period where you had to do a really sensitive big jump, and if you did the jump too late, you're dead. So I had to really work out when I actually do time this perfectly. And again, I don't know if that's the port. I don't know if that was what the original game was like on the Game Gear. Obviously, from the sounds of the Master System was fine. It could just be a Game Gear issue. It could be a, a Switch version. I don't know. But I was like, Jesus, this is so bad. Uh, yeah. But someone else who's actually played it on the Game Gear could probably tell me. Was that actually present? I'm going to say it was. I'm going to guess it was. I don't remember. The game gear. There is a lot of slowdown in this game, especially when you start mm. to go fast. I mean, that's part of the problem with the, the hardware, right? But I mm-hmm. played the ports on the 3DS, right? So not this particular one, but I played 1, 2, and Triple Trouble. Yeah. And they don't have that sort of delay, not anything noticeable anyway. I mean, there is a slowdown on Sonic 2, but it's, it's again, it's when you're rolling through blocks or you hit a few enemies or something like that, you know. It's a product of its time in that respect. But, yeah, I feel like they could have... Yeah, the presentation on the Origins Plus collection thing is, yeah. It, I it's, wasn't, it's not good. Nah, they they haven't really done. They haven't really done anything except put an emulator on there, have they? So yeah, they they haven't really done it at all. And like yeah, okay. There are apart from that port aside, there are some other problems with the actual game itself, which are not related. To, you can't you can't put this down to the port version. The hit detection in this game is a mess. Like Sonic will hit things or be hit by things, and you're like, there was no actual contact. I was like, there was clear air between me hitting that thing or you hitting me. I was like, this is this is weird. Like a square hitbox, yeah. right? Rather yeah, than, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be a limitation of the, the yeah, that, hardware as well. That could be a limitation of the hardware. Yeah. And I think because of that, the physics, Sonic's physics just don't feel right. I, I get maybe this is because I'm coming from a 16-bit era coming down. And I'm used to being able to do to move Sonic like an absolute ninja across all these stages to going to this. I was like, oh, it just feels wrong. Like, for a start, he feels like he's running on an ice rink the whole time. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I find um, as much as people say Sonic isn't, like, say, take the uh, 16-bit ones. They say, oh, Sonic's not a very precise player. I disagree. I, I feel like 
obviously there's a momentum thing with Sonic games because they're fast, right? Mm. And if you're from a Mega Man or a Mario sort of background, whereas, I mean, my platforming started with Sonic. So for me, those games feel slow, right? Mm -hmm. They feel like you've got so much time. But there is, you, you can get very close to the spikes, very close to the enemies on 16-bit Sonic without any hitbox problems. Yeah. There's none, right? It's great. You know, I never felt like I didn't hit something when I get hit in those games. No, I, I felt it was perfect. And I felt with like running with 16-bit Sonic, if I want to stop, I can stop at any time. I can control his physics, but with this version of Sonic, I felt I was it was like he was running on an ice rink the whole time. I was like, this is really annoying. Like, I get it, he's fast, but he's become at some points he's he's it's hard to control him. Again, 16-bit Sonic, always easy to control. If I want him to go right, I'll get him to stop on a dime. Yeah, he's not as precise maybe as Mario. That argument is always there. But I felt you compare, if you want to play both versions, you'll get it straight away. I mean, holy shit, is Sonic, is something, is he got, can he not grip the floor? Because he's like, <laughs> like, slow down, bastard. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it does feel a little loose. And, you know, I, I felt like um, the first one on the Master System was better than for stopping and stuff like, and control than this one. Mm. But that didn't have the spin dash and, you know, it didn't have all that sort of the stuff, the new, the stuff they tried to bring in from the 16-bit games into this, you know. They they figured out how to get it to work, but it, it doesn't work well. And No, it doesn't. You know, and you can say the same thing with Tails is Flying. It's not... It's Tails is Flying pisses me off at the best of times because it feels <laughs> slow, right? It, it's like I want to go under something or go over something and it's kind of like you're a balloon right yeah i get you want you want to be like like you see him on the film like he's flying like you want to be able to do that don't you yeah but i mean that's the trade-off of playing his tails obviously so like Mm -hmm. whereas with knuckles you can you have that precision but you can't gain altitude you know so so it's a it's a trade-off obviously but i felt like tails was kind of yeah, it suffers even worse in the air. It's a bit like when you're in the water and you the water on this game is a bit, you know, yeah. It's, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, it's water's not, water for Sonic. Yeah, I, nice. I'm not one of these people who hates water levels, but it, yeah, it's fucking hard, right? It, it's it's hard, hard, not difficult. It's just, it's just shit. It, it's sort of chafing, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, ugh, play, I just don't want this now. Yeah. It's like, play, well, when you play on a Game Gear, that feels chafed. Like, you play on a Master System, it feels fine. Playing on a Game Gear, it's like everything's like squashed together. You're like, oh, this is just chafy and, oh. Yeah. And I think as well, because the levels are small, like you said, you will have these levels done. Even if you think, oh, where am I going? Oh, that's taking ages. Oh, shit, I finished. Done. Yep, hold on. Yeah, there's no 10-minute time limit on these zones, man. It's, yeah. Like, less than a minute. I, li- I literally took it to the toilet and playing it at work in the toilet. And practically, I had it finished within one session. I went, what the... F- no. No. Yeah, if you don't give a fuck about the emeralds, you can rip through this. You can rip through it. And so it follows the same sort of thing as well, like in most Sonic games, when you get to the end of the second zone or third zone. Uh, when you get to the end of the basically the whole area, you fight a fight a boss. But these are some of the worst bosses I've ever seen in my life. It's just a caterpillar, like, <laughs> just a giant caterpillar or a giant big. That's like this is just lazy, like really, really lazy. I actually remember soft locking this game 
when I was a kid as well on that, that first, you know, the caterpillar gets shorter as you hit it. Mm. Yeah, that, uh, for whatever reason, uh, it just wouldn't leave the screen and basically just time over, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's you saying, like, oh, it doesn't I get be- a time yeah. over. Beat the boss, but he wouldn't leave the screen. Yeah, that, I, I distinctly remember that sort of being a problem on this, you know. I don't, I haven't encountered it in recent playthroughs, but then I played it a lot when, you know, you, you'd rent a game, you'd just play it all weekend. Yeah. So I don't know if that was um, a very specific glitch that I found. You know, because I've accidentally found a few Sonic... Like, I, I I managed to fight the Sonic boss on Marble Garden on um, on Sonic 3. 3. And Knuckles, with Knuckles, which was funny, having Tails carry you around. But, um, yeah, so there's a, there are glitches and stuff in Sonic, but, yeah, this one was sort of like... I remember it being basically a showstopper. If you can find a good glitch, you've yeah. done well. You could tell your parents and they go, what... It's like it's like if you find any sort. It's like someone who found the missing no cheating Pokemon. You could become <laughs> a god. Like Jesus, you could become legend if you find a good glitch. It's often a wake up call that you've spent too much time playing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been playing this game so bad. I've now glitched the code. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I found I found a glitch. Right. So, <laughs> but yeah, I I have I did do a quick search for that glitch to see if I could find it on YouTube and I couldn't. But yeah. I could just have be you done like have you looked and... at what uh, I suppose it's there's, there's a YouTube channel like what the glitch or something like that and uh, they used to do like loads of compilations of all the glitches they found like how to break the game I was like oh this is so cool <laughs> yeah and... you know and they still discover glitches of games now like they're so specific I mean it wasn't oh they they yeah. do it's like I, I watch um, this guy who does speed running and he doesn't do speed or well, used to but they basically found a new speed running tool in Zelda. I think it's Ocarina of Time, and it they found this glitch broke the game. Like it was already broken anyway, but like the the speedrunning community broken because of this one glitch. And I was like, wow, they're still finding shit even today. I was like, that's mental. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and just we're, while we're off talking about glitches, it's just I, there was it took them fucking like a decade after one of the Mortal Kombat. I think it's it's UMK three or MK Trilogy or one. No, I think it's UMK three. Where there was like a a block jab glitch, so you could you could hold block and jab at the same time, or the 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 high punch, so high, no low punch, and then and you could um you could either do one or the other, and you could run people down with it. Imagine <laughs> or you could use it to escape. Yeah, yeah, people did. Oh Once God. they figured it out, they started to abuse it, and then obviously you get the gentleman sort of agreements where you're like, nah, we want yeah, you know. please don't do that. Yeah, well, that's yeah, kind of fucks what. the game and makes it hard to watch. But yeah, the I'm so surprised. And even the debug menu for fucking Mortal Kombat 1, that was discovered like a couple of years ago. See, shit gets found out all the time. Yeah. That's why I want someone to fix this fucking game. I give me a version that fucking works. Yeah, That's I mean, they should have done fix better. Fix this. It's not a long game. They could have totally re-fucking wrote the code, man. It, they still got the code. Yeah, like, but it's a good point. Nintendo likes to lose code, don't they? Yeah, so it Sonic's meant to be... The thing is, Sonic's meant to be moving, and it clocks him at some point at the end. It actually has like a speedometer. <laughs> oh, I was bring that up. <laughs> and it clocks him at 800 kilometers per hour, which is, makes sense because he's breaking the speed of sound. I was like, he don't feel like he's going like that because the game's like... <laughs> but yeah, 800k, he's going at. 
Yeah, no, I don't think so. Hey, well, I was looking at that when I was looking at that speedo at the end. I was like, how does that even work? It seems to be just random. Like it's just random. And before I just realised what I said. Before anyone comes at me, I know the speed of sound is over seven hundred miles per hour. I said K. Because I know someone will be like, well, you actually think it's kilometers per hour. I fucking know it's miles per hour. Fucking hell. But in the game, it says 800 kilometers per hour. That's how fast he's going. Yeah, it's pretty fast. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not it's pretty fast. plain fast, but it's, you know, it's close. He could probably he could probably go faster, let's be honest. Well, he's, he seems to be strolling through the checkpoint when that happens, eh? Like, it, it, yeah, he's like rocking. Like, Sonic can go speed of sound, so he can go 700 miles per hour at least. Um, and yeah, how fast he can go? Well, that's Archie Comics level. Let's put it like that. Um, but you can get like when you go through the zones, it depending on what you get, or when you go through like the, the checkpoint, the speedometer. If you get like a different picture that's not him, um, you'll get continues. So that's about it. But the one thing I'll say about the because I was blitzing through this game until I got to the final boss, right? Until I got to good old Robotnik the last time. Because he isn't like, imagine him sitting like a little egg cup, and this little egg cup then gets legs, and so that's what you're fighting on. So you've got to bounce on this little egg cup with legs, but then he starts firing bullets, and this bullet he fires against the screen and it bounces across, and wherever I could not kill him because this bullet kept hitting me because it was it was instant death. Yeah, you don't get rings. You don't get rings. I kept dying. No matter how many times I tried, I kept fucking dying. No matter what I tried, that fucking ball would somehow physically just go boop, 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 boop. Like, you know, on a snooker table, when you hit, imagine that you hit a, snoo- a ball on a snooker table and it bounces around and then all of a sudden it ends in a pocket. Well, I was the fucking pocket and every time the ball would fucking hit me, every fucking time. <laughs> Honestly, it's infuriating. Do you know how I figured how I actually beat this until I accidentally cheese the physics and basically just sit on the left-hand side of the screen and Dang then just up. as he's and then just bounce continually up and down and just bounce in that left corner because the bullet can't hit you. That's the only way I could yeah. do it. Couldn't do it from the right-hand side. Do it on the left. You're fucking golden. That's no, the I only think, way. I think it. Uh, I'm just trying to think how I, that's. I'm pretty sure that's all I did. Yeah, because I um I didn't I haven't played through it completely before this. I I the last time I beat it would have been yeah when I actually played it on Master System. Mm. But yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I, I mean, I I chewed up a bunch of lives, same thing. But I do remember beating it, and I was yeah, you're right. I, I remember just there's a sweet spot, and you just don't get hit. You just bounced, and yeah. I did it, and I, I sat there, I finished my toilet break, and went. I am not satisfied with that. I feel I've cheesed this. I don't like it. And I got the ending. And because I didn't get the Chaos Emeralds, the ending is Sonic running. Like, he's basically chasing after Robotnik and he just falls down. And then it says, try again. I was like, that's the ending. But the special ending, right? If you get all five of the Chaos Emeralds, Robotnik decides to give you the one back, is you get a Chaos Emerald and you're running inside it. That's it. Yeah, I did watch the ending, and that's it. That's that's just different ending, it's, it's, and the music just plays with the credits. That's it. That's shite. That's absolutely shite. At least Sonic One had the balls to give you a fancy screen, you know, as your you know, a fancy cool picture, and the flowers change. Had the balls to do that. Had nothing in this. 
Doesn't um, I was gonna say in some of them they have some really funny fucking endings. The first Sonic on the Mars system, he's like playing a guitar and singing and shit at the end. So why wasn't he doing that? That's awesome. Yeah, it's really random. I'll see if I can. Uh, I'll put it on the Discord, man. It, it's, it's pretty funny. It, it's Is that where of... they got Sonic Underground from? Went, yep, there we go. That'll make an anime. <laughs> Is it That'll make a TV series. But, That'll yeah. get it done. But it, it's obviously like it, it, the, it's a little. It's kind of hollow in the first Sonic on the Mega Drive, though. You don't get that much extra. Like, like I mean, it gets better. Sonic Three and Knuckles gives you a very different ending. Oh but god, like, going yeah. on four, it's amazing. Yeah, it's uh, fucking pretty, pretty different. You get there's three different endings too. So um, it's, but I found that the sort of this game near the end, it, it's it suffers what a lot of games back then suffer with. The first few levels are good, but they know most people are only going to play two or three, and then yeah. they sort of like rush the rest. And yeah, uh, that last zone is, you know, it's the music's okay. But it's not. It's not very. You know. No. It, and again, creative. it's not. Is it going to be a game you should be praising and like you'd give to other people? No. Is it all right? Yeah, it's all right. But again, would you put it over the sixteen-bit ones? No. Not even three D Blast. You know, you you just nah. you you'd stay behind these ones. But like, what was I thought? And I've done a little bit of research because I I was thinking, do you know what? This game would be freaking awesome if they remade it like Mania style. Um, yeah, I thought that'd be awesome, but apparently there is a fan remake, but they've only done the first zone, and then they've not done any more. Yeah, and I think this is what prompted Sega to do stuff with this because they've done that with um, the 16-bit ones too. Um, but I th- yeah, they totally should completely remake it, right? They're, they're, well, if, if they at- remade, if they remade Sonic One, Sonic Two, Sonic Chaos, Sonic Triple K, Triple, what's it called? Triple, triple Trouble. Triple Trouble. Remake those four, and then you've got that's four awesome Sonic games which could be then released. You've got Chaotix, which probably needs we have not ever seen. I've never seen Chaotix. Yeah, I want to play it. It's but weird. Isn't it, it's it's it, not like I, a Sonic game. It's I've heard it's weird, but I do want to play that. Is it a Saturn game or is it a Sonic CD? No, it's a thirty-two X game. Thank fuck for that. Thank yeah, fuck so you for can that. get ROMs for that. Um, I so, get ROMs for that. Yeah, the th- it's a it's a good game. It's just. Yeah, it's not like a fast platform. It's obviously it's a knuckles game, but it's like a team game where you sort of got your teammate kind of like a fucking you know when you get your legs tied together and you do that yeah. three legged. It's a bit like that, but with like these rings and a like tether. It's it's hard to sort of look it up. It's it's weird, but it's still good. Well, there, there's your next one then, Sunshine. There's your next game. So, there knuckles Chaotix. Oh yeah, Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, you got Sonic yeah. Three. You got Sonic Three and Knuckles. Do you, we, literally behind the scenes? Uh, what people might not know is that we literally because I've got like a list of guests, and literally some of them come to me. I want that. I want that, and they fight over the games they want. And <laughs> I have like separate lists for them all. Like, no, you can't have that. You can't have that. You can't have that. So people nag me for Goldeneye. Goldeneye got nabbed by my best mate yonks ago, but he won't fucking come on the show. And same for uh, Ocarina of Time. That got nabbed day dot and has never been done. So like, you have a big list. Like, Jake has a big list. Everyone has a big list. It's great. I love it. They all fight and bicker. So I just like, it's, it's genius. So yeah, add Chaotix to your list. But, I love yeah, all the Sonic games. I love them. I, I, w- I would love this to get... And I, assume, I would love this to get a remake because... The port's terrible, and again, I don't know whether someone who's got a Game Gear version can tell me this, but if you could just refresh it and bring it back to life with the Mania treatments, 
it'd be such a cool idea that like you could do so much stuff with the rocket shoes, so much stuff with the, the pogo stick, maybe implement that a bit better. Because the rocket shoes is a great idea. I think that could be done so well on like a proper 16-bit console. That would look the tits. And yeah, you could add make Tails a bit better. The special stages were great in the sense that they were unique little things rather than a mini game. I have no problem with that. I think there was just a lot of problems because the levels were very small. The bosses were absolute shite. Uh, but someone give it a remake, the Mania treatments. I reckon it'd be great. I really well, do. Look at what they... Um, I, I, I'll give you a good example where Alex Kidd is a, is a mm. good example where you look, get the new one and you can see the remaster, the graphics and stuff. Um, Wonderboy 3 is another one where they've done that, the Master System game as well. You'd like that more than uh, their Monster World. It's a bit, bit more user-friendly, that one. Uh, but... Streets of Rage 4 is another one where you've got the retro stages, but then it still plays like Streets of Rage, right? It still yes. plays like Streets of Rage 2. You can remaster Correct. the graphics and have proper fucking frame rates and shit like that. You don't have to even do that much. It's, it's You do. The artwork, obviously, is the hard part, and I'm, I'm not claiming to know how easy it is to draw all of that shit. But, but having said that, they could have done that in this amount of time. They could have rewrote the code. They could have done any. They could have remastered the game. People will buy them. But I'll buy them. Oh, if if they if I would love to see the Game Gear games, Mass System games, or even the shit ones, because apparently I've looked. There are a lot of Game Gear games and Mass System games that were shite. Oh yeah. Um, yep. Like one day we'll do the Mario Kart version. There was a fucking. There were two of them. There were Sonic Drift. What's <laughs> a shite? I never they played made... the old ones. I played uh, Sonic Racing. Sonic R is utter terrible garbage as well. I've played that on the PC, utter garbage. But they made Sonic Drift 1 and 2. Holy shit. Mario Kart came up with that. Hang on. I've got to look. When did when did Sonic Drift come out? Jesus. If Sonic Drift came out before Mario Kart. Uh, Sonic Drift. It came out. 1994. Ooh. That's before, Ooh. isn't it? Hang on. Oh, this is the question. It came out March 94. When did Mario Kart... Um... Nah, that came out in 92. It, oh, fucking... Yeah, ruin my fun. Yeah, so Sega tried to get on the bandwagon. And they, <laughs> no, they did not make good... Oh, no, they're terrible. Uh, but again, that's a, that's a conversation for another day. Uh, but yeah, I can... This isn't a good game. It's not. We've, it's uh, a it's five. Blatantly obvious. You know, it, it's obvious. A, it, and for its time, it's a five. For its time, it's yeah. a far. Look, I'm going to give it... No, I'm going to give it a five. I will give it a five. Again, fix the frame rate issues. Let's say the frame rate issues and all that's gone. It would be a five. It's not a great game. It's not a horrific game. It tried to do things. I have to remember it's an 8-bit con- eight-bit game going at the same time that other big titles are on. So I have to give it a that. It did try and do other things, but there are just a lot of problems in it that just don't take it past a five. I think that's probably a fair enough thing. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. You've got to think about it like any kind of 8-bit dumbed-down port of anything, right? It's not a straight-up port of the original Sonic games on the Mega Drive. It's, mm. But it at least it didn't try to be, if that makes sense. Yes, right? yes. Whereas, where well, say Streets of play- Rage, sorry to interrupt. Streets of Rage, t- Streets of Rage. They yeah. tried to, they put a Master System port. Yep. Turtles, they put Good NES example. ports. Yeah, exact example, same thing. So no, they were completely different. Sorry to cut you off there. They're good. They're good examples, right? For sure. And um, or I you know I'm trying to think of some that I did like. 
Tasmania I liked on the Master System, and I like that on the Mega Drive. Did you ever play that? I played Taz on the Mega Drive completely yeah. as a kid. Yeah. Okay, that is another, there's another one. We'll have to go to the barrel yeah. and find Taz. Yeah, I did do that back in the day. But, I mean, the Master System is a, you know, it, it didn't get a lot, I think because the Americans never took to it. It, mm. it never really got its due. Uh, it, there's some good games on there. There's some shit ones too, but there's also some shit games on the NES. So, like, you know, the NES, you know, people talk about Nintendo bringing back the quality and all that. That was only compared to Atari. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's still shit yeah, stuff true. on there. Like, some of the games, like Skate or Die and stuff like that, they're fucking, they're fucking trash. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of bad games, you know, and there's... There's also like I I remember uh, playing Bart vs. I've got Bart versus the Space Mutants on Master System, and that's just a straight up bad game on every console it came out on. But yeah, yeah so that is that has that will be getting an episode at some point. It will be getting the Mega Drive version. Will be getting an episode at some point. And yeah. I'm terrified. But it's not a good game. And the Simpson games are sort of they do ride the IP hard, right? <laughs> so they're, they're not, it's not like the Turtles where there are some good Turtles games. It's Mm-hmm. most of the Simpson games are shit. Like, pretty much all of them, except for that one that knocked off Crazy Taxi. So... Yeah, <laughs> true, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love... I love so- talking about your list. I try to dibs as many Sonic games as I can. I, I love the Sonic games. The 8-bit ones, the 16-bit ones, even some of the newer 3D ones are tolerable. Um, I'm not a big Sonic adventure person. I, I kind of think... <clears throat> I don't have a lot of time for the apologists of those games, but... yeah. Um, because they're not, they're not true. They're not really like, yeah. they I'm, I'm sure they're okay, but that's not what a Sonic fan wants to play. No, it? no. Yeah. And I, 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 would I recommend this to a Sonic fan? No. I, I think if you've got to get, you've got to get the top five titles. This is going nowhere near it. Nah, not even um, close. Not even close. Um. So yeah. I, again, if this was remade, Sonic Mania style, then we're talking. Then it's like, a, have a look. I said, have a look at the remake, the first zone remake, and that looks cool. I'll that look looks that up. really good. Uh, hang on, let's find who found it. We've got to give them the credit. You know, that's only fair. Where's my mouse? There's my mouse. Um, Sonic Chaos remake. Um, it was it was a turquoise hill demo. Yeah, the first zone. Yeah, turquoise zone is the first one. Yeah, you can. I'm trying to find it. Uh, who did it? Sonic Chaos. I know it's a fan game. You fucking... uh, yeah, apparently you can download it as well. So you can actually download it. So just type it in. Um, it's Sonic Fan Games HQ. They're the ones who have done it. Uh, so have a look at that and see what you think. And if it's any good. But I think it looks pretty good, to be honest. I think uh, they should do it and keep going. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it. Otherwise, we'll be rattling on bollocks of all sorts. But my friend, as usual, when it comes to a Sonic game, thank you very much for coming on. You're welcome, Danny. I loved, uh, like I said, I'm a massive Sonic fan, and when I do get out of the fighting genre from time to time, I uh, I play a lot of platformers like Sonic. So yeah, it's um I pride myself on my skill at getting all the emeralds and that sort of thing. So I've got all the plats. For the for Origins and fucking Mania he did. and all that. He messaged me. He sent me a I picture. Uh, he sent me a picture. I was, I was like sitting there because I just got it. And he sent me a picture. I went, oh, fucking hell, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yep, I'll, 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 I like them that much that I'll platinum them. 
fucking blue sphere game, man. That makes you want to vomit after a while. But I mean, it's pretty good. I don't know how you feel about those special oh, stages, I but, but hey, I wait, love so them. We, but wait. save your thoughts. Save your thoughts for the Sonic yes, 3 episode. I, I will. I will. Yeah. So as always, it's a pleasure. All right. Take care, mate. Yeah. Take it easy, mate. And that was episode 85 of Sonic Chaos. Thank you very much to everyone for listening. Thank you very much for Raging Demon. I really do appreciate it. I'll see everyone next week. I hope you all have a great time. Look after yourselves, and I'll see you then. Take care. Bye-bye.